to sing praise to God, to worship God, to be reminded that, that Jesus came to planet Earth and that He lived as a man. He died on the cross in love as a sacrifice for our sins in order for us not just to be saved, but to be transformed and, and to become sons and daughters of God. And for that, we are always, always, always going to give Him praise. And today is, oh, we can do better than that. Today is Christmas. What is it about Christmas, right? It's wonderfulness. It's about lights, giving and receiving, joy, peace, goodwill, gathering and sharing Laughter and love and sometimes tears of joy, tinsel and glitter, miracles, gladness and cheer, sparkle and twinkle, holy and hopeful. And there it is, Christmas, right there in the middle of a scary world that oftentimes is a very scary world. A world in which it is not wise to get too attached to the day's crises because another one is out there forming on the horizon. I think we would all say that we long for the world to be like Christmas every day. A couple of years ago, FX created a new rendition of the Charles Dickens short story, a Christmas, a Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, a fabulous book. I guess FX decided that they needed to update it a little bit. And there is this very interesting bit of dialogue. It's not in the original story that Dickens wrote, but it is a bit of dialogue between Ebenezer Scrooge, who hates Christmas, and his employee, Bob Cratchit, who loves Christmas. And in this bit of dialogue, uh, it is revealed... Um, the irony of Christmas that captures Scrooge's mind. And so looking out of the office window onto the snowy London streets filled with people, he says, and I quote, Behold, one day of the year, they all grin and greet each other when every other day they walk by with their faces in their collars. You know, it makes me very sad to see all the lies that come as surely as the snow at this time of year. How many Merry Christmases are meant and how many are lies? To pretend on one day of the year that the human beast is not the human beast. That it's possible that we can all be transformed But if it were so, if it were possible for so many mortals to look at the calendar and transform from wolf to lamb, then why not every day? Why not every day? Instead of one day good, the rest bad, why not have everyone grinning at each other all year and have one day in the year when we're all beasts and we pass each other by. Why not turn it around? End of quote. 
I got to admit, it's a little dark. But there is, if you listen very carefully, there is just this little faint echo of hope. He talks about turning it around. One day bad and the rest good. When he talks about turning it around, there is this longing, this desire that is, that's hidden in his cynicism. In Scrooge's critique, in his critique is, is a longing for a different kind of a world. The longing for something that's not quite experienced in the present. Christmas touches on the longing that one day, all the days will be an unimaginable delight and beauty. A passage that I spend a lot of time thinking about from time to time, especially around this time of year, the prophet Isaiah. He says, one day the wolf will live with the lamb. That's hard to imagine. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf, and the lying, and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. The young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. What a fantastic vision of the future. You know, Christmas is not the denial of the way things are in the present or escaping them or wishful thinking. Christmas quickens hope within the heart of disciples of Jesus who anticipate and imagine an answer to our daily prayers, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And why? It is because the angels said to the shepherds who were keeping watch over their flocks at night that today in the town of David a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah. He is the Messiah the Lord. When I think about Christmas, this is what I think. Christmas is God lighting a candle in the dark. Christmas is, is God lighting a candle in a dark world. As Bill read a little bit earlier, in John chapter 1, verse 4, in Him was life, and that life was the light in him it, that life was the light of all mankind of all mankind and that light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it you know you don't light a candle in a room full of sunlight do you you light a candle in a room that's so murky that the candle when lit reveals just how dismal things really are and we have a lot of names for that, right? We can call it an existential crisis. We can call it the human condition. We can call it life. You can call it whatever you want. But if, on the other hand, 
what you see in that Christmas light is human sin. What you see in that Christmas light is the human beast. Then you have begun to open your heart to hope. You have admitted that something is wrong, that something is dreadfully wrong, and that it is beyond you to make any lasting change. It is not in you. That you don't want to be the human beast one minute longer. It's the confession that you, as a human, need help. That you, as a human being, need help. It is the confession that you, as a human being, need repair that is beyond your wisdom, it is beyond your power, it is beyond your ability. It is the confession that you need salvation, that you need transformation, and that you need to be born again. That you need to be forgiven everything. It is the confession that you are sick and tired of being sick and tired and you do not want to live with this suffocating anguish one moment longer. It is the confession that you are ready as you have ever been for a whole new life. Christmas brims with hope, friends. Christmas brims and overflows with hope because Christmas says that the way things are is not the way they must always be. Christmas brims with hope because Christmas says that God, the creator of the heavens and the earth and everything in between, as sending, He is sending His Son into our world, the world is thus and thus have we made it. He is sending His Son into this world in order for it to be different. Christmas points to God's goal of redemption. Of ending our enslavement to the curse and the thorns and the thistles and sin for all creation. It is God invading the world. So that all lies and greed and ugliness and war and prisons and lusts and oppression and hate and hostility, diseases, contempt and envy will one day be undone and everything will be put right. There shall come one day a triumph of truth and beauty and goodness which no ear has yet heard and no eye has yet seen. Christ Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, was born into this world, walked the earth as a man, was crucified innocently buried because he was dead and on the third day resurrected. And one day, friends, he will return. One day he will return. And so as we come together as brothers and sisters on this day, let us together step 
into the hope and the light of Christmas because a Savior has come into the world. Let us give our lives to Him. Let us worship Him. Let us serve Him. Let us follow Him. And let Him come into our hearts. And let us enter into a life with Him that is eternal. I'm going to ask you to pull out those little candles right now. I'd like for us just to spend some time singing.